Well, we've played the music of our next guest on the show before for our Minnesota Music Minute segment. He's from the south side of Minneapolis. He's a citizen of the Red Lake Nation who fuses powwow with experimental electronic music. Joe Renee's debut album has gotten quite the buzz both in the Midwest and nationally. Let's listen. I am so honored that Joe Rainey's on the line right now. Hey, welcome to the program, Joe. Uh, thank you for having me, Kathy. I'm really excited to talk with you. And I'm excited to talk to you, too. Hey, tell us about the music we're listening to. Uh, this is uh, one of the songs off the album Mineta. Uh, the song is titled Bejigo, and uh, it is you know, one of the, the favorites of, of many people that we talked to, and uh, it made it on the uh, top 100 of Pitchfork uh, last year. I'm really, really happy for that. Oh, you should be, because that is amazing. Uh, let me ask you about the music. The New York Times, Pitchfork, uh, other publications have tried to describe your music. Uh, I'm quoting now, layers of powwow songs set to industrial strength drums and fused, as Pitchfork says, with techno, industrial, hip-hop, dub, and noise. <laughs> How do you describe your music, and, and where does it come from from within you? It definitely comes from uh, where I grew up and uh, the place that, you know, I call home uh, Southside Minneapolis. Um, it, it is uh, four hours south from uh, my home community of uh, Red Lake. And uh, not being able to grow up in Red Lake might have had its disadvantages. But I think I, I stayed uh, connected through my family. And, uh, you know, I really embraced being a, a city Indian. So, you know, making this album, you know, I wanted to uh, keep something as public at uh, what powwow music is, you know, I wanted to uh, switch it up a bit and I wanted to uh, make something that was in its own lane. So when it comes to describing what we created, uh, it becomes difficult because uh, it is in its own lane. Mm -hmm. What is the reaction among folks in other communities, other native communities, those who might be more traditionalist when it comes to, to powwow music, what what kind of a what kind of feedback have you gotten? Well, I've I've gotten a lot of great feedback, and they're just happy to see the representation that comes from you know being a powwow singer. Um, you know, it's a it's a thankless job being a, a singer in a native community. Didn't you grow up recording powwows? Yes, I did. Yes, I still do. I still do. And and what did you learn in those early years? I learned a lot. I learned uh, about the different styles of powwow singing and uh, the different the songs and how many songs there are, how many drum groups there are. Uh, and they all come from different places. Uh, being able to travel and see their, their home communities, uh, being you know invited into their homes, traveling to different powwows you know, in my younger years. Uh, those are some of the best memories I've, I've had of, of singing. But uh, powwow singing is is something important in my life, for sure. Mm -hmm. Did you initially have any hesitation at all about putting a new twist on a tradition like powwow? Yes, I, I did. I, I wouldn't be uh, true to myself if I, you know, didn't say that I, I, did, I didn't, you know. But um, I, I thought about it because, you know, being a part of a group uh, means a lot more to me than, uh, you know, just going out on my own and doing my own thing. Uh, but creatively, I felt like this needed to be said. 
and mm-hmm. I wanted to keep it, you know, tasteful. And uh, you know, I didn't I didn't use any language uh, just in the title itself, but I wanted to to keep it true to who I am, you know, as a contemporary indigenous artist. I wanted to make this for my family. Hey, we need to hear some more music. We're gonna play another cut off the album. This is called Turned Engine. Tell us about the inspirations behind that. Well, this song had uh, Ali Bearhead from the Bearhead Sisters. Uh, recently, they won a Juno Award, which was a huge accom- accomplishment for them. And uh, I envisioned uh, a, a woman's voice on a few of these songs. This was the person who was, uh, I thought, fit the best. She's a great vocalist. And uh, I wanted to highlight who she is on this song. Let me ask you about female voices in powwow because I haven't heard many, you know. Now, I know you posted a video on your Instagram account and you're singing with your daughter and she's got such a beautiful voice. You know, do you think that she might follow in your footsteps? Uh, she already has been singing with me um, for for a while. And uh, uh, women voices in powwow are, you know, are normal. They They stand behind the drum in some communities, uh, some communities allow them to sit down, uh, but there are, you know, different teachings for each community and, you know, traveling and respecting them, uh, was something that, you know, I learned early on, you know, women singers are, uh, really, really powerful singers and, uh, have a lot of respect for them. And I, I thank them constantly for being an inspiration for my own daughter, uh, who has been singing since, since she was three. And, and so she's, she's been looking up to them and, you know, she, she's a YouTube kid and she, she can find Powell music and watch her favorite backup singers daily on YouTube. So she's, uh, not far behind my footsteps, but she is, uh, well on her way. Yes. Good. Good. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I am. Now, as you know, on the program, we always ask musicians to send us a song from another musician that's inspiring them. And you sent us Nothing I Can Do by the band Indigenous. We're going to take a listen to that right now. this a lot joe tell me about this yeah this is the band indigenous um this was like one of the first concerts i ever been to was you know watching a, a native band do their thing in the blues world and i was mesmerized by the lead singer and lead guitarist uh, mato and his guitar playing and they were all a family family band they opened for santana 
and they're from from uh, Yankton Sioux Tribe in uh, South Dakota. So uh, I now have extended family there in in that territory. So they do know of the the band. So I'm, I'm very happy. I'm looking forward to eventually crossing paths and and tell them how much of an inspiration they were to me as a uh, little did I know. Um, as uh, you know, seeing natives on a stage, uh, you know, I appreciated that back then, but I, I even appreciate it more now. Speaking of being on the stage, you look like you've got a pretty busy few months here <laughs> looking at your schedule. Where are you heading to next? We are flying out to Europe for our, our three, three country little uh, run here. Uh, we'll be back in eight days, but we're going to Nantes, France. Uh, Brussels, and then off to The Hague, Netherlands for the Rewire Electronic Festival there, which we are really excited for all three of those stops. Uh, it is my first time over, overseas, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the train rides and seeing seeing uh, the countries for themselves. And um, yeah, I've just we're hitting up the, the Canadian folk and jazz festivals this summer, and then we'll be on uh, Oregon this coming August. Wow. And uh, we have a few dates coming up in Minneapolis as well. So uh, just, just keep your your eyes uh, peeled to my Instagram, which would be the, the most helpful place to see where we're going next. Right. We will do that. I'm writing that down right now. Joe, I know you're busy. You are so kind to take time to talk with me. And um, I love your music. I love what you're doing. Thank you so much and best of luck. Miigwech. Thank you for having me. Joe Rainey is a Minneapolis-born singer, member of the Red Lake Band of Ojibwe. He now lives in Oneida, Wisconsin. You can follow him on Instagram at rainmanmnx33.